On this episode, I want you to remember that you can take what you will and leave the rest behind. Take what you think is useful for your journey, and anything that you think doesn't, keep it in mind, but move on as we enter another episode of our chill and very relaxing podcast of The Metalhead. I am one of your hosts, Michael Michelle. I'm Grace A.S. <laughs> Um, Grace, we've had uh, a little bit of a busy couple of weeks. Yeah, it's been a bit uh, crazy. I mean, I feel like all of my weeks these days are pretty busy, but this this has been this has been an exceptional one. I actually uh, I spent the the last weekend just sitting at home in the dark for about three days. It was great. Oh, that sounds perfect. Um, yeah, recovery mode. <laughs> But I feel leading up to that, um, you you were on the stage. You have you have transformed from the listenee to or the listener to the provider provider of audio. The, the provider of audio, yeah, that's one way of putting it. Yeah. I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's um, it's definitely a change. Like uh, it was it was interesting. Like it was great fun. Um, you know, I had an absolute blast um, being on the stage so i did some live shows um did a little mini tour a couple of dates over in the uk still got one more as well coming up um and yeah it was great it was really fun uh very stressful very expensive um i'm in my overdraft my credit card is uh, but you know it's, it's, hey, we do it's, we it's, do what we have to right yeah it's probably worth it right um, it's, probably it's probably worth, worth it. it. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's 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 how I think about it, right? I could I could yeah. have spent all that money on alcohol and drugs. So you know what? It's, exactly. It's probably a better use of of of, of yeah. money, even if it's uh it's a bit painful. But yeah, yeah. it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's it's been good fun. I'm busy. What are you been up to? Where, where have you been? Um. Well, I mean, this is in my attempt of slowly transforming this from a metal podcast to a prog podcast. Uh-oh. Um. But I. I got to see one of my musical heroes, um, probably my favorite recording artist. Um, I got to see Peter Gabriel. Yeah, yeah, probably. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, I can't think of anybody that would topple his his crown, uh, but I got to see Peter Gabriel do his I.O. tour. um, And uh, had a blast. Um, uh, The only, I don't want to say criticism, and I'm probably on my youtube channel i'll do a whole length kind of review of the show um but i've noticed in my concert going experiences because i like to sit a bit higher up i like to sit in the stands i like to sit kind of in the um if not the first balcony the second balcony um a lot of bands are shining bright lights into the crowd um, and there was, there was a lot of that at Peter Gabriel's concert where it wasn't until maybe the third song that I was actually able to see the stage, um, and see the makeup <laughs> of, of, I was like, oh, that's where Tony Levin is sitting. Okay. Oh, that's where Mark Rhodes is sta- standing. Okay. Okay. Um, and it was annoying me and I was trying to figure out why bands are doing this. And I've, I've come to a theory. Uh, I have no proof of this. I haven't confirmed with any of the lighting staff or artists, but I think it's a deterrent for taking pictures. 
because um, mm. if you try to take a picture and there's a massive light in front of you, you don't get a good picture. And even though wrapping the arena that we were at was big bolded letters, no photography, no recording, no videography, and people don't read. Um, this might be a big deterrent for that, because I saw a bunch of pictures after the fact that just had a bunch of lens flares because of the bright lights coming into the crowd. So that's... That's interesting. That's my theory. Yeah, that's... that's I've theory. never considered that. But actually, yeah. that's, that's very... That's, like, ingenious. That's... Yeah. I really like that idea. Like, I've seen, um... Uh, like, speaking of, like, current, current events, Apple have just dropped a new iPhone, mm -hmm. and they've actually had to... Uh, change I think it's the lens coating on the cameras um, oh. because of how when there's like bright lights in dark environments there's like weird like lens flares and reflections that happen oh. and it like uh -huh. it kind of ruins photos and I've noticed that um, at gigs and stuff before I have an excuse I'm a photographer people pay me to do it the bands <laughs> like me <laughs> um, uh -huh. Uh -huh. like I've noticed that with the iPhone camera is that it, it does like with certain lights if they're they're shining brightly straight into you um you do lose like yeah you just end up with all these sort of weird flares and, and lighting spots mm -hmm. so yeah I've, I've not considered that but maybe maybe that's what's going on maybe we need a an investigation call yeah. the police you know get them to sort it yeah. out find out what's really going on mm -hmm. yeah that's that's my two cents anyway that's what i think um but let's go into talking about current affairs. Let's go into some uh, some current headlines, some uh, some tasty news uh, articles, and Ooh, yeah, maybe I wanted to kick it off. I, I I wanted to kick it off with one that I think is on everybody's mind because the via the MTV Music Awards, I believe the VMAs occurred, and much like the Grammys, are completely irrelevant and uh, doesn't actually, you know matter anymore and i always thought that mtv's music video or the video music award um was you know even less so i think it's just kind of fun right but this one um gave my head a little bit of a scratch um hmm. yeah, yeah uh, looking through obviously my girl you know t swizzle she cleaned up uh she took home I a was. lot uh, i know she won for the video of the year for Antihero. Um, she won for the artist of the year, beating out Beyonce and Doja Cat and Nicki Minaj. Um, and she won for song of the year for Antihero as well. Um, so taking taking a lot of uh, a lot of these uh, awards, um, but I think the one that's more pertinent to this podcast and this. Um, you know, genre of music. Uh, there were two that I wanted to sp spread spread the light on. Um, the first is the best rock track, oh, which, yes. yeah, uh, the best rock track. Now the contenders we had uh, Foo Fighters, The Teacher, uh, Lincoln Park with Lost, uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers with Tip of My Tongue, uh, Metallica, you know, our boys. Uh, the Lux Eternal or Lux Eterna and Muse with uh, the only good song off of their latest <laughs> album. Uh, Brutal. You make me feel like Halloween. Um, <laughs> I will. 
<laughs> I will go on the record for that. Um, but sadly, none of them won. These big, these big uh, names, these big heavy hitters. It was, um, and Grace, please correct me if I mispronounce this. Uh, Manskin? I think, Manskin? I, think it's, I think it's Mainskin, yeah. Mainskin? Uh, the only artist out of all these that I had never heard of with The Loneliest. Yeah, I've, so. I've heard of them, but I'm, I'm not super familiar, um, whereas uh-huh. the, other, the other acts I am. Uh, in fact, yeah. I, I own uh, three of the albums that these, these tracks have come from. I, I have the new Foo Fighters, I have the new mm-hmm. Chili Peppers, both of the two Chili Peppers albums that came out, um, mm-hmm. as well as the Metallica album as well. And I think like yeah. the Metallica album is fantastic. I think I would maybe put it above the uh, the previous work. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like the Red Hole Chili Peppers as well. It's a great return to form. Like both albums are really good. I prefer the mm-hmm. first one that came out, but again, they're both really good. The Foo Fighters yeah. album is great. Yeah. Um, obviously yeah. a very emotional recording as well, you know, with David Grohl on drums and the whole like yeah. post Taylor Hawkins, like, yeah, there's, um, some great, some great songs in there, but yeah, Mainskin. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. Yeah. The thing is with yeah. any of these things is like, all right, there's like five big bands, six big bands that like probably, yeah, they did, they deserve something. But then mm-hmm. you look back and it's like, well, there's probably like a good 50 bands that, have put out something insane and you know not just like good music but created a almost like a cultural movement around their song you know mm-hmm. done some kind of insane tour been at all these festivals you know done some sort of insane art music videos fan engagement or whatever or the whole package right and even if you think yeah. about that not just the music there's still 50 100 200 500 bands that deserve mm-hmm. you know this kind of uh but hey it uh it is what it is right metal is uh I'd, I'd say firmly back being somewhat of an underdog when it comes to popular mm-hmm. culture these days even with little little sprinklings and stranger things it's uh you yeah know, it's still not that sadly, respect that it used to have absolutely and sadly we have to kind of fight for the contenders for rock because there's there's no metal it's just best rock um and the one that i kind of wanted to just kind of sneak in for uh the best alternative um which has some of the usual suspects you know blink 182 fallout boy paramore 36 to mars um boy genius but the winner was one that made me scratch my head because it's an artist that I respect and one that I own multiple albums for. Mm-hmm. But it was our our girl Lana Del Rey. Oh yeah, was the winner for best alternative, and I, I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I I can't think of anywhere else that I would want to put her. I mean, maybe pop, but I don't consider her alternative i mean she's americana that's more I, of the descriptor but yeah i guess more like i don't know i mean again i'm not super familiar with her music but it's it's more like pop indie mm-hmm. rock is kind of where i'd yeah place like, from like indie is probably yeah. like yeah mm-hmm. Interesting. but when i looked at the best pop you know she's going up against dua lupa ed sheeran miley cyrus olivia rodrigo pink yeah and of course our girl taylor swift so obviously obviously but 
I, I don't know. It's just a very interesting placement. And of course, she took home the VMA. Um, so yeah, just a just a little little passing glance at these. I always like having a look at who's where um, and what's going on within the popular music of the time. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of popular stuff, do we want to talk about Ozzy and his new podcast? I mean, it could be the next popular thing. Um, as we it all could know, be. the TV show The Osbournes was huge in the early 2000s. Um, mm-hmm. I think less so maybe outside of the States, but definitely inside of the States. That was like, that show was, was a cultural movement. Um, and I I know yeah. other people that consider that laid the groundwork for like modern reality TV, like stuff like Keeping Up with the Kardashians, mm-hmm. which I've yeah. not personally experienced, but... I'm kind of aware is a very similar format to the Osbournes. Like they kind mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. kicked off that format again, but they're yeah, back. They, they set the mold. They yeah. set the mold for sure. And they're, they're back in podcast form. Yeah. In video form as well. Video podcast. So yes. if you want to watch how, you know, see all those wrinkles on Ozzy's face and cry about <laughs> our beloved heroes aging, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because that was one of the things that he had mentioned uh, on this podcast is uh, his uh, health isn't too well. You know, he had to step back from touring. He had to step back from even doing the individual shows mm-hmm. um, and saying that uh, he's saying that he's in a lot of pain, a lot of discomfort, and it's mainly within the lower back. And it looks like it's going to need some surgery. So we hope that. He can get that and, you know, at least not live in pain because I can only imagine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the poor you know? bugger. But, um, yeah, the, the four of them are back. Ozzy, Sharon, Kelly and Jack. Um, yeah. And they've, they've all done little bits over the years, I think. Like uh, Ozzy and Jack have done, like, mm-hmm. ghost hunting and been on some mm-hmm. travel adventures and stuff. But, yeah, it's um, it's all kind of calming down, I think. So mellowing out into mm-hmm. a, into a, a podcast compared to, like, the absolute scenes of like Aussie's <laughs> history is um, yeah. kind of like I think that's kind of just funny that he's now like mm-hmm. Ozzy Osbourne. Oh yeah, the podcaster. Yeah, like that's just yeah, he's not. Gonna s- <laughs> it just doesn't compute yeah. in my brain. <laughs> he's he's going to steal our crown for one of the best music podcasts or music related podcasts. He's coming. Yeah. He's coming for us. He's got yeah. He, hey, look, <laughs> it will take him a while, a couple of years. Maybe he'll get close. We'll <laughs> at, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. So yeah, I, I hope that he, you know, gets the surgeries that he needs. Um, yeah. I and, mean, you, you know, know, he is a treasure. You know, he's a personal hero. Uh-huh. Um, oh, same. Just for yeah. his, yeah, his antics, his, you know, he's not necessarily the most <laughs> ethical individual on planet yeah. Earth, but I think he's, yeah. he's incredibly down to earth given his life mm-hmm. and everything that's happened to him. So yeah absolutely yeah. hopefully he yeah. uh lives lives in lives without pain you know yes absolutely um speaking of living yeah, without uh, pain there's a new baroness album on the way so our pain's is. gonna go it's, away <laughs> and most likely people will be listening to this uh podcast as it comes out because you know we upload on fridays uh so yeah it is will it be week? uh people will be able I know it's coming out this week. No way! Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, that's my weekend. Yeah, no, I, one of my one of my good friends, um, 
Jordan uh, Jordan Blum did a review on it, and he's like, "Yeah, it's coming out this Friday." I'm like, "No, it's coming out mid September." He's like, "Raw? It <laughs> yeah, is it is." <laughs> Oops. I'm like, "No." <laughs> yeah. Oh, so man. yeah, we have we have that to look forward to, which I'm really really excited for because from what I've heard with my little little tastes here and there um there's going to be some good some good stuff yeah. um and they've gone away from the color format as well right this is stone yeah so i've had i've had um conversations would be too too good of a word for this um i've been told that stone is a color and i said stone is a gradient oh that could be many colors but they didn't they didn't like that um so but from the band themselves from the band themselves they said that they are moving away from the color scheme uh uh so this is like know, a middle ground that, right just to this is the middle ground mentally prepare everyone <laughs> it's like right. day will come when they actually yeah. have to come up with a real album title and not just spin the color yeah. wheel and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Or spin it a couple of times. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, I believe uh, the lead singer and uh, guitarist uh, said that after Golden Grey, they were kind of done doing the, the color albums. Um, and that this is kind of the new phase of the, al- uh, the band. You know, this is the new, uh, the next chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And well, I think that this yeah. is a really good kind of a crossroad. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to the next album, Boulder. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm looking forward. It's it might also be like plaid. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Tartan. You know, Boulder, Boulder and plaid with tartan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now these, I mean, these guys put out great music. Um, now every yeah. time I've seen them live, it's just been like, oh, face melting. I think oh, is yeah. is yeah, they're great. So I'm uh, I'm very excited for yeah. that one. Hopefully, it's not yeah, bad. Yeah, I saw. I, same, you know, like I was a little bit saddened with Golden Grey, uh, just because of purple and yellow and green being so friggin' good. Yeah. Um, but I saw I saw them open up for Deaf Heaven, and loved them playing live, like such a great great show. Hmm. Um, yeah, and um something that just passed on my desk before I started whipping up this uh, uh, this agenda is uh, that Mark Martins from Persephone uh, a brilliant progressive metal band uh, is uh, leaving Um, and it seems as though it's a you know there's no bad blood it's very uh, like mutual you know there's um he just he wants to spend more time with his family and his kids, um, and he feels as though he can't give his all to the band. And I feel as though this is a a case of kind of a stepping away before it becomes a problem. You know, like he can see that he can't give it his all, and he's kind of split between two minds. And you know, I'm glad when musicians can do this before it becomes a problem so that when time comes if he wants to step back in they're happy to have that um yeah so yeah yeah oh, so good, good just a little yeah. yeah 
little bit of news there. Sad to see him go, but glad that it's on good terms, you know? Yeah, for sure. That's always good. It's like, um, yeah. I never remember his name, but the, the guy that left Nightwish, he was like, I'm done with the music industry. Mm. Like, I'm going to go and live with a foot in a mm -hmm. forest. And then, like, <laughs> I think, but like, but, like, seriously, he was like, it's time mm -hmm. for me to live in a forest now. Goodbye. And then I think, like, mm -hmm. six to 12 months later, he came back in, like, a small capacity for, like, one of his other bands and was like, yeah, I'm just going to do, like, a little bit here and there. And it sounds like, right. you know, they got to take a step back and be like, right, rebalance in my life. Let's, like, sort it out. Let's do better. Um, and, like, just, yeah, get on top of things. So, yeah, hopefully, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, hopefully uh, things get on top of. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and moving, unfortunately, I couldn't find any updates in terms of festival watches because that's kind of been our our permanent staple here. But I did find, um, again, my not so subtle moving from metal to progressive rock. Um, Haken is announced a um, a new North American tour, which mm -hmm. is uh, an evening with. Uh, now I know a bunch of bands have done this where you know there's no opening act it's just them uh it allows them to go a little bit deeper into their their catalog and that was something that i think they wanted to do for a while now um and it also allows them to play fauna in its entirety which i'm pretty excited for um fauna has really grown on me this this year yeah um, and there's some great deep tracks on that that i want to hear it's it's fantastic um, yeah but this this will also allow them to kind of dig deep into some of their catalog, you know, bring out some songs that they're not so, uh, you know, that haven't quite seen the light of day. So, yeah, it's uh, mainly in, you know, the U.S. They're hitting a couple Canadian uh, places. Um, they're, they're coming to Toronto, which I'm super stoked for. Um, but yeah, starting February 10th and going into March 6th. Um, they're hitting up the Danforth Music Hall, which is one of my favorite venues in Toronto. Awesome. Um, yeah, and then that lines so. them up just before Cruise to the Edge starts. So uh -huh. there, uh, there's there's that little runway into uh, into that. Uh -huh. So I guess it's uh, it all ties in, all ties together. Yeah. Were you able to secure uh, a cabin at Cruise to the Edge this year? I have. I've 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 called in some, <gasps> some favors, logistics and lots of pleases and thank yous. Um and yeah, I've I've managed to to get a place on board and I found an incredibly cheap oh. flight as well, which was two hundred and eighty pounds return from London to Miami, which is like just wow. an insane price. Like that's Yeah. I don't know what that is in dollars, like maybe three hundred and fifty dollars at most. Uh, yeah, usually I double it. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's like it's insanely cheap. Um the flight That's incredible. as well. So I was like, oh shit, this is viable. Uh okay. <laughs> I can actually make this happen. Yeah, so it's like, you know, uh. I might be like sleeping on, you know, in like a bathtub or something, but uh -huh. it's fine. You'll you know? be there. I'll be there. So yeah. yeah, it's exciting. You put you put down a couple sheets, you know, a couple towels. Oh no, let's it's luxury. On. That's that's too much. I don't need I don't need towels, you know. <laughs> who who even you could just perch your head on like the side of the toilet and you're good to go. I'm good, yeah. You know? Yeah. I might bring yeah. my tent uh, actually and camp on like the surface of the boat 
Oh, that's my See, plan. Just yes, tie, on with a tent. Tether, tether, a, tether a rope in that tent and just drag behind. Mm. You know, that's that's yeah. Squirrels' rights. They can't. They that's can't right. Really <laughs> you're you're in international waters, waters yeah, at I'll that point. I'll yeah. bring a gun. It'll be fine. <laughs> you can't do anything. I'm not going to bring a gun. Uh, I might no, bring a tent. No. Oh boy, yeah. I tried my best to get on there, but I. A, it was out of my price range, and B, my connections weren't quite as favorably to me. So maybe, maybe next year. Maybe there is, next year. there is always future years. This is true. There's always future years. Yeah. Um, let's move into I think what's going to be the bulk of our episode, um, the new Tesseract album, which is also apparently coming out this Friday. It is. Yeah, they had a really um, short turnaround with it compared yeah. to. Um, some other bands these days where there's kind of like yeah. we announced the album and it's like oh when's it coming out and you look and it's like nine months time and you're just like Ugh. Yeah. oh too long yeah but those nine months have flown by um like i remember <laughs> when that first single uh, for me at least <laughs> um, it's not been nine months know. they announced it like a month ago this is well. If sometimes it feels like it nine feels months. like nine months. I mean, when when the opening single is eleven minutes long, maybe it has been nine months. Yes, you know. Yeah, um, I I've loved you know the two singles that have come out. Um, I'm really excited for this. I know that some people are a bit hesitant with the uh, more aggressive tone, but I am all for it. Mm. Uh, and you said that they have a game to promote this as well yeah um they do so for the track uh the gray yeah there's Uh like they released a vr exploration game to go with it on steam um Uh and when i saw that like i read it and i was like that's fucking bold like Uh they're not you know it's Uh not like metallica releasing a game it's like this is tesseract like they're they're big but are they release a video game big um yeah and then obviously video games are super fight or flight you know it's super transient in nature how long they last in terms of their life cycles and all of that mm-hmm. kind of stuff the amount of money it costs to develop them you know it's it's a whole yeah. can of worms so for them to do that i was genuinely very surprised um mm-hmm. and has it been a success well there's like 62 reviews on steam at the moment so okay. it's not like okay. and it's been out a month uh-huh. uh so it's not like they've got millions of people playing it uh right. but it is yeah early access so yeah they've, they've put in a quote we've been working on this game since the middle of 2022 and they want to release uh-huh. the full game at the end of 2024 um mm-hmm. however this may change depending on how the game goes through early access so yeah. I think it's very just like exploratory now. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, the current build has six maps where you can explore the mystery of the concept. There's some characters mm-hmm. and narratives. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like they've not added an inventory yet or like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, interestingly enough, so you think how can they afford this and like do all of that? Well, mm-hmm. one of the developers is Dan Tompkins of Tesseract. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how they can afford yeah, it. Yeah, that's why this has happened. Is because Dan's basically uh-huh. just fronted it and made it himself, um, presumably with the help of um, some other colleagues, right? So yeah, mm. it's it's kind of a 
kind of nuts. Like, I don't know. It's 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 a bold marketing move um, that yeah. I like. I really respect them for because it's it's different. It's unique. You know, mm-hmm. not everyone's doing it. There's probably a reason because not mm-hmm. many people are downloading it. Um, you know, it's a very unusual way to promote an album. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's interesting. I think it's you know, it's interesting for sure. Yeah, you got to push the boat out. I sometimes. can't think of it. Yeah, and I can't think of another uh, like band that promoted an album like this. Like the closest that I can think of is Steve Wilson doing that last day in June uh, game. Um, and it wasn't even to promote an album. Cause I think at that point he was already doing like to the bone and the future bites. So like any of the music that was found on that album or mm. that game was from his first four records. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah. So I can't think of, well, I know there's a very small independent artist from the Prague community that I really love called Christian Brune. Um, and he developed an app that was kind of like a game to promote like his album, but it, it, you could make music from it. Hmm. Okay. But that's as close, that's as close as I could get. Yeah. I, the only comparable um, thing I can think of is stuff like Guitar Hero, where it's like metal focused, uh-huh. rock rock and metal focused in their their song choices. It's like it's a game that's about the music uh, rather than yeah. music for a game, because obviously the music uh-huh. came first and the game came later or during, right? So it's yeah. it's yeah. that's what it's about. It's about kind of helping promote that music. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, but like it's a, a VR game as well. It's compatible with VR headsets. Oh, like the best experience apparently that? is with VR. So it's like it's not even like they've made a game. It's like it's even niche of an audience they're targeting because it's people that have like VR headsets. I mean, granted it says you can run it without a headset, but mm-hmm. but like what, the way, what a to, way. Listen to it. Yeah. Is. Like yeah. I don't know. My my mindset for trying to promote music is you want to make it as easy as possible for people to access so this is kind of something for the dedicated tesseract fan who also you know overlaps in the venn diagram of having a vr headset or like a a gaming computer because it's yeah it's not Mm -hmm. mac compatible so i've not been able to have a look at it yeah i won't as well yeah but will we be able to download it for our switches because we were talking before we recorded (laughs) that we have we have our trusty switches yeah maybe maybe uh but yeah nothing nothing about it yet Um, oh boy yeah listening to the new the new tesseract album the way that it was meant to be listened to on our nintendo switch that's that's the way that the band intended it to be listened (laughs) to yeah that's it that's it um yeah so Uh, that's that's it that's interesting but i mean outside uh of like that which is maybe the most unique thing about this album i think Mm-hmm. Um, about the whole product of it, at least. Um, mm-hmm. The music's nuts. Like, I've had the album yeah. for a, a couple of weeks. Just been <gasps> spinning it every now and then, and it's oh, yeah. it's it's so good. Like, I've been really, really enjoying it. Um, and like full disclosure, like I've never really given a Tesseract album like a proper go before this. I've listened to a couple of singles, and I think I listened to Polaris a few years back, but I've never like really put the effort into understanding what they're about the sound and everything and i was like mm-hmm. right you know what this this album cycle i'll give it a, i'll give it a spin um and mm-hmm. yeah just like 
super super impressed um i love the production on the album um i think that's something that my ear is tuned to more these days um it's by a company called 40 sounds so it's not associated with a particular engineer but i think 40 sounds uh-huh. is maybe one engineer i don't know their website mm-hmm. it's a bit ambiguous um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they're, they're the ones that um oh sorry acne carney it does say mm-hmm. Ac- i mm-hmm. might be butchering that i probably am um <laughs> but yeah it's i don't know it's just nuts like there's amazing guitar tones on the record as well like there's clean tones that because of the way they're playing them they're quite percussive and sound super heavy like i feel mm-hmm. like they've you know taken stuff that like animals as leaders has done like that kind of like quality of tone of how Tosin Abassi approached the guitar which is like almost quite percussive in places mm-hmm, but then mm-hmm. they also have the big heavy bendy riffs like yeah and Daniel Tompkins sounds amazing um his oh, vocals are just like it's actually a little bit mind-blowing um mm-hmm. in my mm-hmm. my opinion like he has some insane harshes on this record and they just get dropped in and blended and layered between all the different like vocal parts it's I don't know I I really do like this record. Um, mm-hmm. I like the you know just purely from a I guess a, a creative point of view. It's like yeah, really interesting seeing how the whole record has come together as a as an experience with you know the crazy music videos because the first video they put out had a bunch of like samurai like soldiers fighting and like you know insane vfx um i think a lot of it was green screen um but then there's a lot of vfx as well like you can check out i think there's like a little couple of behind the scenes clips on youtube of how they how they put it together but yeah i i don't know i've just i've been really enjoying it um it's oh, that's uh, great yeah it's been good <laughs> amazing i can't wait to listen to it because unfortunately my uh, my connections again aren't quite as good as yours, so I wasn't able to get an early copy. But uh, hopefully, in the next little bit, I'll be able to listen to it and uh, yeah. I mean, it's, my it's own, not long now. My own time it's, with it. Uh, yeah, and it's interesting as well because it's historically I've not been a massive fan of this sort of like quote unquote genty genre, but um, yeah, this has really perked my ears. Like I love their approach to it and using it as a compositional style, like it's not overused inside of the album. You know, there's still loads of really melodic moments, loads of softer moments. Um, like the last track, Sacrifice, is just like, it's a great finisher, how it just kind of like cuts down and slowly just pulls back to, you know, kind of nothing and almost like, it's like a fade out, but it doesn't actually fade out, you know? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. The whole, the track just kind of gets more no it doesn't get more it gets less dramatic and just Mm. gets stripped down until it's just this little sort of remnant of music and then it stops and you're just like oh it's very i don't know it's very satisfying (laughs) i like i said i cannot wait to listen to it because yourself have have given it a a pretty glowing review and i've heard other people give it pretty glowing reviews and Mm. i am i'm super stoked because i think yeah, I think this is going to be a really good one. And by the time you guys are hearing this, you'll be able to listen to it yourselves. Mm. So, 
<laughs> That's pretty exciting. Finish um, <laughs> Yeah. So drawing this episode to a close, because we're coming to the end, um, I realized we're going to have one more episode before my last concert of the... Um, of the year maybe even two depending on how this all shakes out because uh i am going to see steve hackett um Lovely. at the beginning of october pretty stoked about that yeah um, as anyone should be if steve hackett yeah. is in their future like yeah. it's, a, it's a good future <laughs> to be in you know yeah um so yeah super super stoked for that um do you have any big exciting concerts lined up i know you said that you're playing another show i am yeah i'm playing another show myself there's a couple of little wingly concerts going on i'm seeing rosalie cunningham this weekend um and she's Amazing. a bit more of a sort of country style musician uh i saw mm. her at a festival earlier this year on like a big sort of prog lineup with like riverside um and yeah a bunch of other bands and so i was like okay yeah i'll check her out and she was great like her, her staging was super fun like I don't know, it was a really fun time, so I'm looking forward to, to catching her again. Um, mm -hmm. I think, what else am I doing? I've got another exciting one as well. I've, I'm going to one of the early screenings of Stephen Wilson's Harmony Codex. I managed to get a ticket um, to, yeah, basically hear the, the full album in advance, which is uh, pretty exciting. Um, you know, it's in like a Dolby Atmos theatre with like 17 point 10 surround sound whatever so um yeah i think it'll be interesting to witness the album like that um i've not listened to any of the singles i'm kind of leaving it to that day i think to just witness the whole thing in one go and see what it's like but yeah that's uh that's going to be an interesting one as well i said some so wonderful I've, things so yeah. i know i can't wait to hear them when i start editing this podcast together <laughs> I'm done saying my so, things. Okay, good. That's amazing. <laughs> um, thank you all so much for listening in to this episode of The Metalhead. Um, I'm sure everything that we have said was amazing and brilliant. Um, if you want to uh, tell us about it, uh, we do have an email address if you want to drop us a line. It's uh, themetalheadpod at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to connect with us on the socials, it's uh, also Metalhead Pod. Um, yeah, if you want to share this little podcast around, you know, let people know about it. That's uh, one of our main ways of getting new uh, listeners. Uh, and also, if your podcaster allows it, uh, giving us a positive rating, a review, or a like, uh, just helps get the word out there. Um, I want to thank... Um, grace for not only being a great co-host but a wonderful composer for the music that's, that's me. on here that's me yeah it's you uh as well as nicole maurice uh for our lovely graphic that's gonna do it for us again um so uh yeah as we say at the end of every episode of the metalhead to draw everything to a close toodaloo goodbye auf wiedersehen uh, muchas gracias. <laughs> and if they fall down into the pit, be sure to pick them up. <laughs>